Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction teacher trainer, coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share life-changing wisdom about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law to build a foundation for bigger and bolder manifesting results. It is time to create the life you deserve, and with Solara's help, you will. Almost a welcomes once again to Manifesting Made Easy with myself, Solara Star. It is so, such an honor for me to be back with you, knowing that we've got this whole year ahead of us and we are such powerful creators of our reality and sharing the knowledge that I have gained since 2006 when I first embarked on my law of attraction journey is vast and it feels so special to be able to share that with you so that you too can learn some powerful tips and strategies to make your dreams come true as well. So it feels like a real honor to be in this space with you. I have something super interesting um, for today planned. It quite a lot, quite early on in my journey, I realized the power of words. Of course, we are taught that we have to watch our language and how we speak. And, you know, subconscious mind is always listening and it, our mind is a bit like a Google search engine. It focuses, uh, it only hears what you're focusing on. So even if you don't want something, it still takes that as your focus and begins the process of manifesting it. So we've got to learn to align our thoughts with our desired destination. Of course, we know all of that stuff and that does take practice and patience and showing up. But along my journey, I also discovered that there are also specific words that can block our law of attraction by lowering our vibration. And it all happens on a subconscious level. And when we grasp this and we avoid using these words, our energy, our frequency, our vibration will change. And the things that you want, you'll notice will start to show up. And some of these commonly used words may very well surprise you. And I hear people who have been into manifestation for years and years and years using these words unbeknown to them and wondering why some of the manifestations are not happening, taking longer to happen, or maybe even getting the opposite of what they want. So it is important to pay attention to these words. There are many, many words uh, that have the same effect as these, but I'm going to cover a couple of them today to give you a little bit of an insight. And then you can start working with these words. And once you've worked with these words, you may very well begin to notice some powerful shifts in your practice. Because remember, your thoughts create a feeling. Your feeling creates your energy and your energy is your attraction. So the energy you then come from will determine where you are going. So yes, words play a massive role in our vibration. So let's visit word number one, first of all. Now this is, it seems like this is quite um, an innocent word on the surface of things. So you may be quite surprised that this is one of them, but the first deadly word, I call them deadly words, sounds a bit dramatic, doesn't it? But it does, it, it kills your manifestations basically. Deadly word at number one is hope. When you say, I hope, you're basically coming from the vibration of don't or I don't trust that I will have. 
So you say, oh, you know, I really do hope that so-and-so contacts me or I do hope I get that job or I do hope I'm going to be able to move into that house. If you say whatever it is your manifestation is with the word, I do hope, you'll notice that it's a feeling of lack of belief. And of course, as we know, with the law of attraction, absolutely believing that what you want will come to you is a very important part of the process. Of course, moving from mediocre manifester to master manifester trusts that everything happens in the perfect time and space sequence. What is ours by divine right will always come to us. So there's no pushing or force it, forcing. It's allowing things to flow. But these deadly words can intercept and stop that process. So the word hope basically implies that you do not have trust in yourself or in the universe. And when we come from an I don't have vibration, then you can't be a magnet for what it is that you do want. Because of course, the base vibration is that of lack and lack then limits what you're able to then experience. So I hope simply means I don't believe that this could ever happen. So just to let you know, I've got my little Frankie on my lap. He's nearly 16 years old. He's the sweetest little boy, but he has allergies. So his breathing's a little bit off at the moment. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot I can do about it apart from giving him an allergy pill, but I'm just here stroking him. So you, you may hear that in the background in case you're wondering what's going on. So do you find yourself ever saying things like, you know, I hope this works or I hope I find my soulmate or I, I hope I can buy my own house one day. What you could do now to activate the law of attraction, instead of saying, I hope, try saying, I know. I know I will be able to buy my own house one day. I know that I will meet my soulmate. I know that I will get the perfect job for me. And you'll feel the, the complete difference in the vibration when you change a simple word like that. So why don't you pause the recording and try that for yourself? So instead of saying, I hope, say, you know what? I know that wonderful opportunities are coming my way. I know that my business is growing and expanding quicker than I can keep up. I know that I am getting healthier and healthier. I know that the universe has my back. And then just notice how you feel. It's really, really empowering. I know this will work. I know I'll find my soulmate. So as master manifestors, it is important to check in, like I said, to see what happens when you use certain words. And the more you can check in with your body and check in with your emotions, the more in tune you're going to become with your attraction point. So it's important that we do become consciously aware about how our, how our vibration is affected with certain words that we use. So you may want to try that. Check in and notice how it feels when you say, I hope, versus I know. And like I said, this way you can become aware of your words and whether they are in alignment or out of alignment with your desires. Okay, so that's really important. Deadly word number one. And as I'm scanning through some of my notes, there is a few. I may very well make a note to cover uh, another one in a separate show, simply because this one's going to take a little bit more explaining. So I've just made a note of that now. Okay, so you're ready now for deadly word number two. <laughs> it does sound so dramatic, doesn't it? But like I said, it absolutely kills your vibration. So if I add one pound or one dollar, depending on where you're listening to this in the world, for every single time I heard this word, 
I would be probably a multimillionaire or at least on my way to that. I've heard this coming from the mouths of newbie manifestors and master manifestors in the making. None of us are exempt. And we use this word without even knowing about it. We're completely unaware that we are unaware of some of the words that we use. And this little beauty slips out time and time again. So let's have a look at the implications of this seemingly inoffensive word. And the word is try or trying. I've heard people in my coaching practice say I'm trying to manifest new clients, but what is this actually saying? You're not actually attracting new clients. You're only trying to attract new clients. So it's important to, to remember that you either are or you are not. So there is no try. There is only do, as Yoda says. I'm trying to find my soulmate. I am trying to manifest. I am trying to clear the spare room. I am trying to concentrate. It means you're never actually doing. You'll constantly be in a state of trying. And that, my friends, can be so ridiculously frustrating. Because from a law of attraction perspective, the energy of trying simply invites more trying energy. <laughs> oh, my word. So trying and not actually achieving. And when you're giving out the energy of trying, you're just going to attract more to try you, believe me. And of course, many of us, I'm sure, are absolutely done with that. And everything you want just stays a little bit out of grasp as a result of it. So I'm going to invite you to eliminate the word trying as best you can and notice how much more empowered it feels when you use different language. So I'm going to invite you to use the word I am instead of I am trying to. So you're basically going to eliminate the word trying. So instead of saying something like, I'm trying to manifest more clients. I am manifesting more clients. Instead of saying, I am trying to find my soulmate, I am finding my soulmate. My soulmate's here. You could also bring it into present tense. Instead of saying, you know, I am trying to get my work done over here. It's like, right, kids, door closed. Knock if there's an emergency. I am getting my work done. <laughs> okay, so it's very empowering. Just like I hope and I know I'm trying and I am is very, very powerful. And so what you might want to do is pause the recording again and notice how these two statements feel different. Because remember, you can always tell what you are attracting based on the energy that you are giving out. So you may be pleasantly surprised to see that I am makes you feel a lot more empowered than I am trying. Okay, that now takes me on to deadly word number three. Drum roll, please, my friends. <laughs> okay, so deadly word number three is need. And I am absolutely sure that I use these words without knowing it sometimes, but I've done my best to become completely aware of it. You may want to make some notes on a post-it note and plant them around your house just to make sure that you stay on track with keeping on top of these words. So needy energy is naturally very repelling. Neediness energy is basically pushing something away. And simply put, neediness is showing and sending out an energy of lack. We all know that when we've been needy or somebody we know has been needy, that that can be a very repelling energy. And it's a little bit like when you turn two magnets the opposite way around, you cannot for love nor money get those magnets to touch. 
That is what a needy energy too does. It repels our manifestation. And if you had complete and utter faith and trust in the universe, you would know that the universe has your back. You would know that we absolutely live in an abundant world. And you would not look at the world through the lens of need. You Many times people are in a state of need, and I absolutely know what that feels like. You can't see how the universe is there to support you and you miss opportunities along the way. So of course, to summarize, when you come from a place of need, you absolutely repel what you want. And let's think about how this works in relationships. So I alluded to that before, but let's take time to think about it a little bit more now. When a partner is needy, the other person naturally backs away. When they stop needing, they naturally move closer. Now, this applies to all areas of life. And I use the metaphor of chasing a chicken. So what happens when you chase a chicken? I'm guessing some of you listening would have said, well, the chicken runs away. Absolutely. If somebody started chasing me, I'll tell you, I'd run away. <laughs> Unless it's my partner, of course, then I may not. Um, so we want to basically get into a habit of stopping chasing the chicken. Because when we chase our dreams, they stay out of grass and they repel, basically. So if we say things like, you know, I really need him to listen to me or I really need new clients or, you know, I could really I really need more money or I need a new job. I need, I need, I need. That is repelling. So a bit like chasing the chicken, a bit like the magnets the opposite way around. So where in your life are you needing on yourself? Where in your life have you told yourself that you need something? Many of us do it a lot of the time. So take a moment to, to see how this feels for yourself and notice how the energy and how the vibration of need feels in your body. Because remember, as Andy Dooley says, and I say this over and over again, feelings first, manifestation second. So if you say, oh, you know what, I need, I really could, I really need some money. You could change that straight into an affirmation and you say, you know, what, I'm willing to believe that I am a money magnet. Or you could just say, I am. If it feels too big to say, I am a money magnet, you could say, I'm willing to believe that I can become a money magnet. And as you do that, notice how it feels. You know, I really need to be in a relationship. Instead of saying that, I am attracting the relationship of my dreams. It feels so good knowing that my partner is here right now, or I'm willing to believe. So again, pause the recording and play with those two things. Notice what the energy of need feels like, and notice what the energy of I am or I am willing to feels like. Because remember, you can always tell what you're attracting based on the reading you get when you focus on how you feel. And I can't stress this enough, my friends. This is probably one of the most important things to pay attention to. Now, it depends on the energy behind the word, which will determine the vibration. Okay, so if you are in a high vibrational state and you're saying need or trying or you may find that it doesn't really have any negative impact on your frequency because your base frequency is that of one of trust and feeling safe and strong and empowered so the energy of using those words come from more of a playful space and a playful vibration but if you're in that place where 
these words don't come from that playful space, they don't come from that playful vibration, then you want to eliminate them just to make sure. And that's what I say to many, many hundreds of people that I work to just eliminate them to be on the safe side until you can do some work on your vibration. And you know that it doesn't matter what words you use because you're vibrating on a high frequency and you just feel so, so goddamn good. And that's where we want to be. But I say always, always, you know, have a little bit of an air of caution here and just eliminate them just to be sure. Okay, so that's the main thing I wanted to share. It's a little bit of a shorter show today. So what I thought I would do is just share some affirmations. So what you may want to do if you're not driving or operating machinery is just taking a couple of slow, long, deep breaths in. And you can deep breath in wherever you are and whatever you're doing. The main thing is just to keep your eyes open and to stay focused and present, of course. But if you are able just to close your eyes and just feel into your body and take some nice, slow, long, deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. And as you're breathing in, just imagine that you are breathing in all the positive energy in the universe all around you. It's always there. It doesn't ever go anywhere. We detach from it, but it doesn't actually go anywhere. So just bring your awareness and your attention to this beautiful light frequency all around you. And as you're breathing in, breathe the air into all the four corners of your belly. You're really giving your body the luxury of this fresh, beautiful energy and vibration through the air of your lungs. And now if you can change the way you're sitting, or you may even want to stand up. Um, Amy Cuddy, her power pose has actually proven to increase testosterone, which creates feelings of strength. And also lower levels of testosterone, uh, of cortisol. So you may want to stand in like a power pose with your hands on your hip, your chest out and your heart open and your shoulders back and standing up tall as you say these. And taking another nice, slow, slow, long, deep, empowering breath and say with me in your head, if, if in your head, if you've got people around you or out loud, if you can, I am a master manifester. I am a master manifester. I attract so many wonderful opportunities into my life. I am filled with great potential. I am a powerful creator. I open the doors of manifestation in all areas of my life. I am in the universal flow. All is well in my world and life is really good to me. I am loved. I am loving. I am lovable. I am always in the right place at the right time. I trust the divine timing of the universe. And just for today, I'm going to completely trust that the universe has my back. I am open and receptive to all good, all good. Not some, not a little, but all good. Okay, notice how you feel. 
How lovely is that? And as Don Miguel Ruiz says, the word is the most powerful tool you have as a human. It is the tool of magic. But like a beautiful sword, it has two edges. Your word can create the most beautiful dream or your word can destroy everything around you. How true is that? There you go, my friends. I trust that this has been useful for you along your journey. So remember, your, your job now is to become aware of using the word hope, trying or need. Eliminate those forthwith so that you can become way more empowered. And above all, know that you absolutely deserve all good. I'm rooting for you. I know the universe is on your side and has your back. So until our next episode, wishing you lots of love and share the show with as many people as you can. It feels so good to be able to empower as many people along this journey of life. Okay, lots of love. Take care. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with great insights into the law of attraction. In the meantime, please visit solaristar.com.